0: <laughs> all right michael yesterday we had a long discussion um and it turns out it's in pro <laughs> yeah
1: we learned know. the hard way
0: <laughs> yeah we uh, we talked about furries for a long time and then <laughs> upon further research realized not a good conversation to have but we were talking about um with the other part of the conversation was like fanatics so sports fanatics so the unit i'm currently in is dealing with culture and so looking at like human behavior how we're, it's, you know nature nurture you take on you become a sponge to um the culture around you and you have norms and then there's like taboo um and we were talking about taboo behavior in regards to like sports fanatics and like fanaticism in the sense of like people dress up and like wear costumes and go to sport games and like get emotionally invested in something that like they literally are not necessarily a part of like maybe if they're at the game they're part of the crowd so taboo or (laughs) taboo or more power to you this is a game crying after a loss in the playoffs. Is that taboo where it's like you shouldn't do that in our society or it's like, hey man, more power to you. You're brave enough to do it. What do you think?
1: Um, I would say taboo. I think there comes a certain point in an age where and I don't even remember how I answered this yesterday. I think differently but my first instinct here is taboo. I think there comes a point in an age where it's like there are more important things than your sports team.
0: See I because yesterday we were saying that like I think it could be understandable yeah. like if your team loses in the playoffs, but I said it to Kendra and she was like, no. Like there's no reason to cry <laughs> if your team loses. And I was like, I, was I like, mean oh. I don't think I would, but I wouldn't like, like <laughs> someone cries if their team loses the Super Bowl or wins.
1: I think I would be more like, I mean, I'm not going to be there and be like, yo, that's taboo. You know, that's a big no, no. But like my initial reaction, if I like am at a bar watching the game and I see somebody crying like, Oh, like that guy, my first reaction is I think that guy needs to get his priorities together. So like, that's why I first say taboo. But like, meanwhile, like hand up. In 2001 and 2000, no, 2001 to 2002 and 2004 to 2005, I did cry when the Patriots beat the Steelers in the AFC championship game,
0: but But I was also
1: 10 years old. I was going to say, yeah, how old were you? So I think there comes that point, like, and that's like a big part of like growing up is being like, oh, I do not get emotional about those things anymore because there's different priorities.
0: Okay. Okay taboo or more power to you face paint or wearing a costume to a game and not like costume in the sense of you know like what Raiders fans do or like you see people like dressing up in uniforms with like shoulder pads and the helmet going to a game is that taboo or more power to you
1: more power to you I think I mean it's like we see those things across the board where it's um yeah at sporting games but like I'm connecting it to at first not furries, but I'm connecting it to uh, <laughs> people going to Harry Potter movies or yeah. um, the, the Marvel stuff and like dressing up in costumes. So not even like Comic-Con where sort of the whole idea of it is you go dressed up, mm-hmm. but you're going to the movie theater, you're going to the sports game dressed up. I mean, if you feel that passionately about it, I think it's sort of getting to the root purpose of both of those things, Harry Potter and sports. Like, the essence of just, like, community building and finding people in your tribe. So, all the power to you.
0: So, okay, but the Harry Potter thing, like, would you, if you saw grown adults, like, people in their 40s, dressing up to go to Harry Potter premieres, like, is that acceptable to you? Um, I mean. when I think of people dressing up, I think of, like, adolescents yeah for I, mean, I think
1: it's a similar way but i i think it's one of the things so same scenario where if i'm at the bar watching the game and i see the guy crying i go i think you have to get your priorities in line if i see that i lean a little bit more towards of tolerance like hey you do you so continue on that one <laughs> so like that's just sort of my initial take on it where it's just like hey if it makes you happy go for it
0: yeah and we were it does make people happy and we were talking yesterday about like it's interesting how deeply emotionally connected people get to sports and like their sports team when like even referring to like we. It's funny when Kendra was first getting into like watching the Eagles with me. She was judgmental of people who like referred to them as we. I think you might be on that page I'm too, one of those but- people. I <laughs> right. have
1: never once referred to myself as a part oh, of I, my I do.
0: Team. I do. I say we, but it is like, yeah, we, there I is have that connection. zero, I have zero thing to do, like anything to do. Like if, if we lose a game, there's literally nothing but that I did or could have done. But for some reason, like it impacts me emotionally where like I'm annoyed or it's frustrating. Like we, like this year has not, this season has not been fun on Sunday. So just watch the Eagles yeah. stamp. And like it does get me annoyed. Yeah, which and I is think it
1: comes to a point where it's like, well, how how uh, long term is that annoyance or frustration? Like, yeah. like there have been times that I've like, what the the two Steeler games they lost this year were both night games. So like right after watching those very frustrating games, even games they won that were frustrating, just like then trying to go to bed, I'll just be like, I can't even. Like, what am I gonna do? Count. Ben Roethlisberger (laughs) incompletions, like instead of counting sheets, like and it's just like like, there's a certain point, like and then eventually I'm just like not annoyed anymore. And the thing that like I'm not sure about is like, well, at what point, what length of time is appropriate? Yeah, appropriate for letting something that you have no connection to impact your.
0: Yeah, like imagine going to work the next day and like waking up and just being angry and like short with people. And like, what's your deal? Like the Steelers lost. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> just like, yeah. what about it? <laughs> like, that sucks that you still have all that body paint on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, all right. So we're talking about sports because a part of culture. You know, sports varies around cultures, um, and figure Michael, you're a fan of sports in general. And we have fun conversations. Michael and I just met in college, so it's really the only... like We're not a professional sports analyst or anything, but we like to talk about sports. So I got the definition of it. Um, Sports is an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. I think a key word is like entertainment. So like not life or death, right? And that like that, yeah. changes it. but if this is for fun and it's an activity with, like, I think another key there is physical exertion and skill with a competition. So I put in esports with a question mark. Do they count as sports? Would you count them as sports? Because I would even say like initially that even like a few years ago, because I've talked to it in other podcast episodes, like culture changes. I think even like five years ago, if someone was like, oh, I'm a professional gamer, you'd be like, Okay, <laughs> like yeah, I'm like, like what do you what are you doing with your life? But then now, like they're making bank, you know, like that has changed. Um, would you count esports as a sport? Yes, with a caveat.
1: I feel like my caveat is like, there's, I mean, sport. Like I want it to be like an inclusive term. Like I feel like sport and like jock culture are pretty close together. So I want sport to not be like one that's like, oh, you know, cheerleading is not a sport. Tennis, which I've played. It's not a sport so like i think yes it's a sport but like i think there's a classification of sports that are sort of more in the uh like recreation Mm. world so it's like a subset of it but i would still consider it a sport i mean there is certain uh i mean parts i'm thinking of parts of your definition that like yes it does apply there's competition there's what was there something about physical
0: uh, involving physical exertion and skill. There's definitely skill with it. I mean, I I don't know that, like what the people who are the MLGs,
1: major league gamers, like go through. Like in terms of like, well, if they're really trying to get good, like, I mean, is there carpal tunnel going on? There's some sort of things that
0: like... <laughs> Training the there's hand. There's some a-
1: physical element because like, I think when you sort of set a precedent where it's like, oh, esports is not a sport because like it doesn't have physical fitness to it beyond just controlling this well then it's like well then what about nascar all they're doing is being in a car going like this but yet it's like one of the most like energy draining sport there is nascar
0: so which okay speaking of nascar and i'm about to throw shade why do people care about that other than maybe gambling like why it's people driving in an oval yeah I think It's not even like it's something where that you're like drifting around, like doing a bunch of turns. It's driving in an oval. I don't understand that one. It might just be the culture of, I don't know, like going to a race or, I mean, people watch it on TV, so I don't know. I, Taboo or more power to you? I mean, I <laughs> think, more, I, I think
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you won't catch me dead. Um, I mean, I think it's easy to follow. I mean, I think it's for people that, I mean, one, there's a huge group of people that like cars and like, so I don't know what sort of, you know, different car strategies or like other pieces like behind it, but to like us, it just looks like, you know, just the left turn going all the way through. Mm -hmm. So like, I think it gathers, you know, group of people like that subset and I think a little bit of it too is if i had to guess like it sort of seems like the atmosphere is very like that's the event but there's a whole bunch else going on in terms of like tailgating leading up to it and other pieces here and there right so um i would guess that i mean did you ever see the movie ford versus ferrari
0: no I, i don't have any interest in cars so i didn't
1: care neither did i you know me but surprisingly like very good movie because it's about uh, like it's called like Le Mans which is like the uh, it's like a 24 I forget the exact length but it's like a 24 hour race hmm. and like so to me I'm like holy cow like that really takes NASCAR for me and makes it much more interesting because it's just like the longevity part and it's not just the track that's in circles it's like on this front these French backroads so one watch that movie but two I think it's just um uh there's a cultural phenomenon with it too i mean i think geographically it's very like southern based
0: yeah well apparently it comes from like moonshining and like evading police and so you had to like make your cars better which i think connects to like why humans do sports i feel like I said in an earlier podcast that culture is inevitable. Like if you were to take three infants and put them in a room and they don't know anything about the outside world and you just like, obviously take care of them and let them grow eventually, like they will start to develop their own norms and their own like language and possibly even like religion, right? Like they will create Mm -hmm. that when you have more than one human and like humans interact, we create culture I feel like sports is kind of an, an inevitable thing too, in the sense of like, if you, like for us, for instance, like if you just, if we have a ball, like well we can make a game out of it. And it is like an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes for entertainment. I, fe- I feel like humans just naturally create sports. If you look at like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, once humans' basic needs are met, so they have like access to food, water, and everything else, and they have like time where they're not constantly trying to survive or like fight for their lives and like fend off people, and you have leisure time. I think humans naturally figure out something to do that's competition. Like I was doing some research on it and like thinking like when did sports originate? And um, apparently, like they have found cave paintings in somewhere in france that depict like from fifteen thousand years ago like competitions of sprinting and wrestling Mm -hmm. during the paleolithic age and for me like it seems logical that track and wrestling would be like the oldest sport because it's pretty much like yo i bet i could like run faster than you or i bet i could beat you to that tree
1: yeah
0: or like okay you know physically like you take boys not to be sexist but like eventually they're probably going to wrestle and like see who can pin the other one you know like that's just natural competition that like humans do um and it's interesting to see how sports vary around the world because it is down to the root it's just humans competing in something with skill
1: yeah i would say so i mean i think it's i wonder how in those times it was sort of attached like performance in those races or wrestling whatever was attached to finding a mate like i think everything sort of comes back to that at it's root.
0: even like the primitive sense of like you think gorillas or elephants like they will fight and then the female like the male that dominates the other one like will get the female (laughs) i don't think it was like to that extreme you know but there probably is like there are girls watching and like guys need to prove that they're like physically strong.
1: Yeah. And I think it's it's interesting, like when I think of like that, and I think of sort of put it in people, uh, in the, psycholo- the psychology of people, like everybody has to a certain degree, you know, uh, a competitive fire. And like it's everything I get, for people that aren't competitive, there is a certain point where they get competitive it will just take like a whole lot more than other people and i think that's Mm -hmm. like a very interesting range in that i don't remember what that is attaching it to but like when i'm sort of thinking of how it applies to uh maslow's hierarchy of needs like as they're sort of going up because what is it um like air water food uh safety
0: yeah it's well Longiness, there's
1: esteem and self-actualization yeah. so like i feel like some people take the um competitiveness and try to like push themselves all the way up to self-actualization
0: yeah i think well that's interesting when you say like the self-actualization like what do you mean by that
1: uh i mean the, the being the the best, the best that you can list of yourself and i think to that is people would answer that in a lot of different ways and some people i mean maybe it's sort of tied tied to
0: like it's very performative or merit based yeah well even like i mean i guess that's sort of i think of like michael jordan who was like had such a competitive like his (laughs) everything was based off of competition like i want to be and i think That definitely varies for some people because some people just aren't, like you said, like aren't super competitive. Like, I don't care that much, but like they'll do Mm -hmm. it for fun. That was something that I had to, I think that was like a life lesson I had to deal with younger of when I was younger of like pickup games or like games where I was at camp. Like, you have, I had to check myself of like, you don't want to be the kid that takes it way too seriously. And like, even with like the losing when you're a fan of a sport, like if you lose a pickup game or like a game that's supposed to be for fun, like you don't want to be that guy that is like way too competitive. Mm -hmm. I think what I was thinking about was like even going back to early, early humans, like obviously you need to have an established uh, system where like, again, you have met your basic needs and like you feel comfortable, but like eventually if the competition gets big enough in the sense of like, okay, we're gonna hold sprinting. And like, it is our entertainment, like every week on Fridays, like we have our sports, right? And like our competition even though i'm sure the early humans didn't like care about fridays because like they have like weekends <laughs> every like, oh, day dude, just, yeah, just crack, <laughs> crack open <laughs> tgif baby weekend warriors <laughs> crack open a coconut like oh nice but like eventually i'm sure some humans were like this is like we create like you and i create a sport right it's okay you got this ball and you have to hit this object and like we create rules and scores and like whatever sports is and like because if there's a competition we have to figure out like what does it mean to win, right? Like if this is the game, it's like throwing this ball at this object, like is it point system based, whatever else. Once that is established, people then start to like train to become better at that. Like they focus and like zero in on, like I'm going to dedicate time to getting better at that. And it's the like one of the arguments for capitalism too, is like competition leads to innovation and like improvement. Like we need mm-hmm. competition in our lives, and I um, I think it, it's interesting how, and you said this too, like, you can make a competition out of almost anything. Like, cooking shows have competitions, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like, it's a part of our DNA to compete and like, want to get better at it.
1: Yeah, like, I, I think competition, like, so that, that may have been the way that I was looking for too, when I'm talking about like, subsets, because I think like, so like sports and recreation, Yeah, because there's like competition there that's applied to it. So I think it's sort of like, I would add, I guess that is in the definition of your definition that you gave for sport, right? There's the element of competition.
0: Yeah, an individual or team competes against, competes against another or others for entertainment. So like that is just kind of anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah like you can make a sport and again like i think that is just deep in human dna and instincts is to if you have downtime and you're not concerned about your basic needs to create competitions yeah of like and i think it makes sense that it starts with like track and wrestling like the olympic stuff
1: the you things throw that need no s-
0: equipment like the original olympics yeah and then like who can throw a spear the longest like javelin who can throw a disc the longest like real basic stuff and then you start to get into more complex complicated sports and i think that is like if you look at the origins of sports it is like what do you have around you that you can use in competition Mm -hmm. for Hmm. instance we spend a little bit of time looking up bizarre sports around the world uh, do you want to go first do you want me to go first um you go first okay so just googled bizarre sports and there really are a lot um uh, i found a decent amount one that i saw that i'm just going to briefly mention have you seen the cheese rolling thing where in i think it's like england they just roll yeah. cheese down the hill for all of these sports i can't help but like just wonder like how does that start you know like the cheese rolling thing so if you haven't seen this anyone who's listening just youtube cheese rolling there's this really steep hill and you get this wheel of cheese and roll it and then people sprint down the hill and people are getting absolutely wrecked like Like, not even just
1: running more than 15 yards just at that point flailing and falling yeah
0: people are like falling and it's almost like they're they'll be falling for a distance without like anything touching the ground like they're just like in the air flying for like 10 yards and then slamming their like faces into the dirt and like it's crazy and then like you look at it like why why did that even become a thing yeah like i would love to know the story (laughs) like some english dudes like yo chase it (laughs) just like two guys (laughs) like It's probably alcohol of like, yo, if you roll that thing down the hill, like I bet I could get it before you. And like, it just turns into some stupid game and then it's fun and people see it like, I'll do it. And like, it builds and builds and builds until now it's on YouTube and some American blokes are talking about it.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I've never seen them get the cheese either. Like, I feel like on the clips that I see, it I always just see the people just getting destroyed and I've never see like who is there being like,
0: I got well, it. No, I don't think anyone's actually close to getting the cheese really? when it's rolling. Well, like, dude, the I cheese you can't is get it. flying, man. Cheese is so flat. Cheese or Usain Bolt? Bro, bro, cheese rolls. Cheese or Usain Bolt? Okay, well, what's the angle? <laughs> like, <laughs> Do we have an angle downhill? Is Usain Bolt also running on that angle? Um, I would take the money on the cheese because Usain Bolt's momentum. He's going to fall. But like, and also think about the strategy. The harder you go after the cheese, the likelihood that you're gonna completely eat it is very high. Mm -hmm. And like, when I say eat it, like, I feel like some people are probably gonna be permanently damaged. Like for how hard they're concussed, man. Like, like flying and just smashing their face into the ground for cheese. Um, But that was not the sport that I wanted to bring up. Uh, I found an even better one, and it's called Buzgashi, and I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it's in Central Asia, so we're talking Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Afghanistan area. Uh, And The purpose of the game is you have two teams, and all the players, they're called Chapandas, they are on horses and the purpose is there is a goat carcass so you just take a goat obviously i guess kill it i don't know but if it does of natural causes like oh we got a ball and then they behead it and then toss it into oh it's also disembowelled and has two limbs and it's in the area of play and the gate the purpose is to pick up the goat carcass and then drop it off on the ring on the other side of the field And there's like, everyone's just competing to, And it's really interesting. Like you see, you should watch videos of this for anyone listening. It's Buzkashi, B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I. Like the goat carcass is there and they're all like circling, trying to find the right window to go after it because you need that momentum. Like you're flying on a horse. You got to swing down, pick up a goat carcass, which has to be heavy. And they also, like, apparently, like, soak it in cold water for 24 hours and, like, sometimes even pack it to give it extra weight. So, like, this thing's heavy. You grab it, and then, like, you got to gun it because now people are coming after you full speed on horses. And what's also crazy, like, just the no regard for safety, like, they're flying full speed on a horse, and, like, these people, like, launch the goat into the ring to get a point and then, like, go flying off their horse. It is just, I mean, there's no way that like well, i don't know do you think that would even originate in the united states like could you see that ever happening in the u.s
1: um i think people would bring it there but with like a, they would not do it i mean it wouldn't be the same sport because i don't think people in the u.s would do it with an animal carcass i think they yeah, would like- create like a, a cloth ball that would sort of like simulate the goat carcass but like i think it's interesting that like as whenever that sport was invented as they're using it as they're still doing it today i'm assuming they're still using the goat carcass like it's one of the things like in baseball for instance you know people's old gloves were like barely the size of their hands and like over time like the product evolves and like to make it more uh like highly performing and but in this sport it's just like, oh nope. Like the historical like piece of that is so strong that's like we will always play with a goat.
0: Traditionalism.
1: Out. If we can't well, find a goat, we'll get a calf.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well and you think like we're saying with this happening in the United States, a horse isn't a major part of, like when I think of people with horses for sport, I think of obviously like horse racing, whatever else. But like that seems like a wealthy thing and I don't think that they would be like subjective (laughs) picking up goat carcasses not to say like those people aren't it's you know it's like very rural and like they're out in the mountains and like it's what they have you know like they have horses because that's part of their culture and like they just and that's like that's what i mean before but like it's such a human thing apparently the sport started because it was like a thing that people would ride in and like steal other people's goats, like off horses, so yeah. then it turns into like getting good at it. And then I guess they turn into like, Yeah, ha- how do you defend people coming in and getting your goat? <laughs> like things we don't have to think about in 21st century, man. they're like, This I... is pretty fun. I think yeah. I like this. <laughs> Wait, what did you do? Yeah, they start talking, about like, What did you do? Right, like, talking strategy, but you know, like it turns into sport just like so many things like what do you have to play with you have horses and a goat carcass and then they figure out how to make a game out of it. and it is it is like a well-known big game in certain areas in central asia which is just very interesting
1: and i'm seeing now that it says games can last for several days imagine that if it's the same goat carcass imagine i mean how it looks when it starts <laughs> And then imagine how it looks like
0: 36 (laughs) hours in. And yeah, how many goat carcasses do you have in the back? Slash, I would like to know, do they just use dead goats that like the goat died and so now it's a ball? Or do they kill the goats for the game? Because you know that PETA would be all over that.
1: Yeah, that's where PETA would come in there and be like well i think
0: pita would probably come in soon a little bit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because they're like they are running horses full speed into a ring then like the horses are eating it too and the goat carcass is probably frowned upon by pita
1: if i had to guess i would think they you know just take the a goat that's already dead and they're like all right let's do it
0: actually i don't know i don't know dude i don't, I don't think they are i think i changed my answer yeah i don't think i would guess probably they're like yeah we'll kill the goat for the game like <laughs> for us it's like oh why would you kill the goat you know if you feel that way but for like, them it's like it's just a goat
1: yeah i was thinking like if there was some place in the town that just like where all the dead goats are and then they just like. Come <laughs> in, like uh, but now i'm sort of thinking that they probably just go like all right like just go grab one kill it We're, we'll play with that today <laughs> A lot of goats.
0: What's your game? Dang. What's your
1: sport? Um, well, this one is uh, does involve horses, but uh, not uh, goat carcasses. Uh, this is the man versus horse marathon. Uh, mm. It is a 22 mile annual race that uh, originated in Wales, where the man and more men, different runners, will compete against uh, horses to run the 22 miles so the horses have like a jockey on them but the men are just running themselves and it started when a uh as all great games begin, a conversation was overheard in a pub in like 1980 probably just two guys being like do you think you could beat a horse and like oh well not in a not in a short race not in like a hundred meter dash but oh i I think I
0: could if it was like a 22 mile run, and it was the definitely ho- the guy that's like too cocky, where they're like, "There's no way you could beat a horse." He's like, "Bro, I bet I could," and then,
1: yeah, and what he's do you like, "You do? know what?" Yeah, I think I could, and then they actually uh, go through with it. And I'm looking at it now, and I want you to guess how many times the uh, um, human one, so there's been what in two thousand or it started in nineteen eighty. So it's like almost forty years. So it's happened like thirty nine times. Okay, maybe already up. happened this year.
0: So my initial guess would be zero because that seems absolutely absurd. Is there someone on top of the horse guiding the horse?
1: I think like just guiding, as in like maybe not. My assumption would be not being like yeah, yeah, but just encouraging like, okay. him. Yeah, like it's not <laughs> forcing it to run, but it'll just be like, yep, yep. And then like, oh, her here, yep, yep. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. Uh, I don't see how a human could possibly beat a horse in a 22, unless like the horse, like obviously the horse has no clue what's going on, so like it's just chilling, taking its time and grazing. Um, I think one person has done it, because that seems unreasonable. Twice. So, close enough. <laughs> You get partial credit.
1: Um, Yeah, I was surprised, like, at all. Like, I was sort of hoping in my mind it was one of the things, like, no human has ever won the race. But, I mean, looking at the stats here, it's a little concerning because when it first started in 1980, the horse's time was uh, an hour 27, which is... Very fast. And then, if you're looking at, and the human at that time was Dick Evans, who ran it in two hours and 10 minutes. So the horse won pretty comfortably by like 45 minutes.
0: An hour 27, you said.
1: Yes. And now the numbers of what horses are putting up today, they don't make them like they used to. In 2000, I mean, the horse ran it a full over an hour slower.
0: So two hours?
1: Yeah, two and a half hours it took the horse that year.
0: That doesn't make sense because you would think that like a horse isn't going to change. I would think the human's time would get lower because then guys would like, like I said before, oh, I'm going to start to train for this and like dedicate more time to becoming better at this sport. So you think the people's time would go down because it just initially started as like a drunk conversation at a pub and then like guys meeting up but that doesn't make sense that the horse's time would go
1: well i think the the thing that could impact the horse is um i wonder if as somebody that knows a lot about horses um is that you no yeah <laughs> so, no. uh is if like the the floor is really or like the ground is really soft or rainy the ground is lava the ground is lava and the horses are just burning up. But like the th- like I'm sort of wondering because there's a very sizable cash prize to uh, mm. whoever the man would be to win. Corruption. Like it's like 25,000 pounds. And so I'm wondering if it's a little bit in there. But high level looking at the results in 2018, just pulling out one of them at random the uh difference in time so the horse won that year the difference in time was 23 seconds imagine like that finishing like (laughs) i would love just to see like the finishing like stretch where like the person joe dale is his name he's
0: like oh just like going all out as crazy
1: as he can and the horse is just
0: yeah well that's the thing like does a horse get tired after 22 miles I feel like this is what they do.
1: Like I don't know where the horses, like what their water situation is. Because <laughs> at least like humans, like know going into <laughs> it, like, oh, I'm going for a big run tomorrow. I better not eat pasta.
0: Right. And, the horse. Like the horse. Is sudden, just like, is he's like, oh, it's another day? day, and then he's like, seven miles in, he's like, this doesn't seem right, and then all of a sudden, by the end, he's like, water. But for me, it's. Like, if okay, and also, is the dude that's on top of the horse, is he trying to win via the horse?
1: No, I think, I think, um, he's being just like the guide for the horse and making sure the horse doesn't just like
0: go off the course. Cause I would imagine, yeah, cause I would imagine then if it was like an end straightaway sprint, that if I were on top of the horse, I would be like, yeah Yeah. just like (laughs) the guy's just like come on (laughs) everyone's like oh my god what was the point of that um yeah that is see that is like a classic humans can make sports out of anything yeah and and it's it's, like
1: i think this one is hilarious because it just started with two guys in a pub just being like yeah yeah i could beat a whore
0: and And then it just like
1: this event that now the winner wins 25,000 uh, pounds. That's awesome.
0: Now, you make a good point though that part of sports and I would be interested if this is universal is gambling too. Yeah. I didn't realize how big gambling was until like you obviously start to see more advertisements that it's like becoming more known but like I watched a video of a camel race and I think it was like United Arab Emirates or something. And like there's these camels running like this mile straight away. And on both sides is this highway with these cars just flying along and like people just screaming at these camels. And like I realized these people have to have so much money on this right now that like I do wonder in like even Buskashi, like people sitting around like bargaining. It doesn't have to be necessarily like money. It could be whatever, you know, whatever currency is, but If how quickly, I guess, with a new sport, does the gambling come?
1: I think um, it's one of those things where it's those who can play, play. Those who can't play, bet. Gamble. Gamble. So it's like maybe in the Booz Kashi example, like I imagine the people gambling are maybe the ones that used to play all the time and now have like aged out. So, like, they're still so connected and attached to the sport, and they, like, know the intricacies inside and out, and they're like, oh, I really trust, you know, this goat carcass is extra extra heavy. I think that's going to favor uh, this squad, so they're going to win. So I think the, the gambling sort of comes as people age out or whatever reason it is, have participated in the sport but are no longer doing so or aren't good enough to participate in it.
0: Now, do you think that people who gamble – do you think they do it in hopes to like, obviously they're trying to win money, but is it more inspired by or motivated by trying to get money or the thrill of gambling?
1: Um, I mean with like sports being legal in PA or sports betting being legal in PA, like I'll like, if I'm just watching a game that I have no interest in, I'll just sort of be like, Oh, like throw a little bit of cash on like the over for points. So like I'm doing it, i'm not gambling to make money i think if anybody's gambling to make money you're gonna lose Mm -hmm. um but like i'm just doing it to sort of put in a little bit of added intrigue into an event that i typically wouldn't be interested in
0: yeah we've done that with ufc events like little dollar bets to make it more interesting Um, or just like
1: if um like i could imagine other people get into it like if like researching sports or uh looking into maybe like the smaller details that may not be spoken of and be like oh like i would like to do that but i think that anybody that is involved like there's it's crazy how accurate the house is with sports betting
0: how I corrupt feel. do you do you think sports are still corrupt then because like that seems shady to me oh, I like because kendra is sometimes like she, I think Kendra's mom too They'll be like This just feels like It's <laughs> like The refs are in on You know I saw I just saw a video Of And I don't know If it's true But It was It was Patriots Versus I forget who And Cam was in the huddle And a ref walked by And Cam did a fist bump With them And that then hit. That play just Launches it down the field And like wasn't even close And they threw a flag On the defender I didn't know that Second part Dang and I, It might have been like clipped and like there wasn't the same uh-huh. thing but it was Cam Newton giving a fist bump to the ref now like it could easily be like him letting him know how much time is on the play clock or like saying something he's like thanks but like how corrupt do you think sports are do you think there's still corruption in like something like the NFL
1: uh, there was some player I forget who it was maybe Vontez Burfitt he, like, came out recently and it was just like, oh, the NFL has their agenda, and they, like, corrupt it to be applied in that way. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised. I, I, I wouldn't either, but I feel like it's – it would be a lot more glaring. Like, it's tough for me to be like, yeah. oh, the tuck rule play, like, 20 years ago with Tom Brady. Like, that – is a controversial like moment in sports but it's like oh but like what was their agenda there like why was that happening i mean i think it's maybe not driven by the league but i think it's driven if it's there it's driven by officials like i uh, remember like tim donahy like the nba referee that was involved in gambling
0: yeah that was, was because busted he was gambling right
1: yeah he has a very interesting podcast about that that just talks about like what that was like on his end with like different people in the betting world that were just like yo we need this and he'll be like all right i got you i think wild. corruption in leagues comes to like um where certain players go like the uh right there's an example of like patrick ewing where a player in the 80s, he was this big thing coming out of college and the NBA really wanted him to go to the Knicks. So like, do you know what happened with this? No. So in the NBA's lottery system at the time, it wasn't the ping pong balls. The commissioner would reach into a big, like birdcage of a bunch of big note cards that had the Birds. team's on them. Birds. No, note cards that would, and then he would pull out the card for like the given pick. Mm -hmm. So everybody knows Patrick Ewing is going to be the number one pick. And everybody is like, oh, this guy Uh, or the league is like, oh, we got to get into New York, the big market. It's going to be explosive. And so in it's a controversy, but I believe it's real with my whole heart. (laughs) They put the New York Knicks note card, the big note card Mm -hmm. before they put in the rest of the bunch. They put it in a freezer to make it cold. So the commissioner knows when he touches it, one that's cold, that's the Knicks, and pull that uh, one out.
0: Now, is there any evidence for this? Who knows? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, I that's think is, um, is there's... Like, is there anyone who is involved who said that happened? Or someone's like, oh, he could have put the car in the freezer, because... I mean, it's one of, like, the most... Be, I pro- I believe you. If you have evidence for it, then like I wouldn't put it past it. But to say like, well, what if he put the car in the freezer? All right, um, or like or or what if the commissioner? You just see him when he touched the car and says, like, "That's cold." Who <laughs> like, forgets that that's he's Philly Oh wait, oh, that picks it up. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, a... oh, I think. Uh, here you go. I'm gonna look for um, evidence.
0: Well, I was gonna do a taboo or more power to you to close it out? Alright. like The people who gamble who watch horse racing that smack their butt with a newspaper while they're watching as if they're riding a horse. Is that taboo? Or is that more power to you?
1: More of the power to you. Are you serious?
0: Hey, What? Hey, I look that at like? that,
1: I'll be like, you know, he's having
0: fun. <laughs> I won't tread on How you for your that? fun. That's too far for me, dude. Like, if you, you're, you're like, you said crying is taboo, but the dude smacking his butt with a newspaper, cheering on a horse, and you said crying something to something about checking your priorities, and like, I, I mean, don't I know.
1: Think man. It, I I, I, think <laughs> I don't it, know. It's in the same way, but like, it it sets up a dangerous precedent if you say like, oh no, that's taboo, but then what is like at what line is it just like golf clap cheering for <laughs> Miles Sanders when he runs for a 82-yard touchdown run?
0: Am I spanking my butt with a newspaper cheering on Miles Sanders? If you
1: did, I wouldn't judge you. If you didn't, I wouldn't. Maybe I'd say you're not enough of a fan.
0: I You're not smacking yourself say, in your butt. I say, I say, go Miles, go. Go Miles, go. Whenever he's running, that's what I say. But I do not stand up. Maybe I'll stand up, but like smacking my butt with a newspaper feels like taboo. Uh, Did you find evidence for the draft? Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an exam, and I'm not saying you're, you're doing this, Michael, but in teaching, we teach the historical thinking skills to make a claim, must be supported with evidence, and then what is your source, primary, secondary? What do we got? So either someone who was involved says it and had you can corroborate or it's a theory
1: it's a theory is it wait am i allowed this have am i allowed to like in your class bring up something and say like this is a conspiracy yeah, get, theory and like my sources for it are that uh the, the commissioner stars said align, oh they <laughs> Like, everything of how it led up to it was, like, the Knicks are a staple franchise in the biggest market. They've been duds for years. Uh, This guy's a generational talent. They implemented the lottery that year so, like, Patrick Ewing wouldn't be wasted on a team like, I don't know,
0: like, Charlotte. Like, (gasps) sorry. Yo, you just called out an entire city.
1: Yeah, I think... Mm-hmm.
0: you got you watch
1: footage of him reading it and and before he like goes in and pulls it out he has this like really big
0: like <laughs> shutter me, and that, that shows you can see you deal. can see his breath <laughs> <laughs> that's cold all yeah, right he- we gotta wrap we gotta wrap it up Um uh, well that conversation was everywhere but i thought that was good yeah me too sports and culture and really in the end it is inevitable right if you if a group of people has met their basic needs they will find a way to create a competition and like how far that goes and the possibility for corruption um it definitely depends on the context but and that's like the i've talked before like the algorithm of existence like if you get humans together with downtime and like a ball they will create a game yes I and think then it, gambling will come in eventually.
1: Yeah, eventually, if if you w- want to add, you know, additional intrigue or have more on the line than just pride, mm-hmm. people will get money involved.
0: Either like a prize for the winner gets a prize, or people watching gamble. Yep, got to raise Anybody those stakes. Wants
1: to get in the game. Yes, indeed. I'm going to, in the mean, in the uh, interim, I'm going to do some more research on my
0: conspiracy theory. Okay. I'd like to get a follow up of evidence for the card being cold
1: or being folded. Apparently, that's another one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. But I, I like the frozen one more. Um, yeah, the frozen
0: one's more creative.
1: I will say, listen to the Tim Donahue podcast because that is confirmed from the direct source. Of,
0: yeah. And he got busted.
1: Yeah. He went, got jail time. And he was the coach of a very, very controversial uh, playoff game where he essentially rigged it in the Lakers' favor. favor. Wow, check it out, and I'll, I'll I'll let you know what I find. Sounds good. Thank you, Michael. You got it.